Welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music episode number 47. The number 47 is the favorite number of Pomona College in Claremont, California. Now you may ask yourself, why would a college have a favorite number? But what you should ask yourself is, why didn't my college have a favorite number? This week, Hearts Gone South returns with a special interview with their lead singer and primary songwriter, Trisha Tripp. We're going to talk about the music a little bit later, but first I want to mention a couple of things. They have got a lot of things going on. They've got a new album out, so check their website for that. I'll give you that information a little bit later. Um, they've got an album release show this Friday at the Great Eagle in Asheville, North Carolina. And they have their own soap. I'm not even kidding. And it's great. It's made by Bella and Oliver Soap Company. And it's called Hearts Gone South, Nothing Left to Burn. And also Queen of the Curveball. They have two soaps. So go to facebook.com slash hearts gone south. And there's some information about that there. As well as their album release show this Friday, May 17th at the Great Eagle in Asheville. And they're going to have the album there and some of this soap actually. So get them both. How many times do I have to mention this soap to get a free bar or two, you think? We'll, we'll see what happens. I'll keep you informed. Oh, and at the end of this episode, we're going to have a, a sneak preview. Um, Hearts Gone South was nice enough to send us a track off their new album. So we're going to hear some live tracks recorded at the Mothlight last year. And then after that, you're going to hear a brand new studio track from Hearts Gone South. Right now, here they are playing live, Hearts Gone South.
low down dirty man. I don't even remember. Okay. Yeah. Any particular low down dirty man? No. No. No, that one was just yeah. It was just like too fun to not do that song. I love that song. That's like probably one of our most like for the upbeat songs, that's one of mm-hmm. our most popular songs for sure. Um and that video is hilarious. I can't believe that uh <laughs> that they look <laughs> he let them tie him up, hog tie him up on the table at the Double Crown. What's the video? What is it? Uh, so the video is like um, we well, and it's really funny because we missed a crucial step mm-hmm. in the video. Where um, so um, he stole he stole the car, but we didn't show him stealing the car, mm-hmm. and and so everybody is really confused why this guy is getting hogtied on the table at the right. at the double crown when they find him. <laughs> like, what did he do? What? <laughs> but it's uh the beginning of the video is is uh Emily like walking down the road at over by my friend's farm and like people like stopping to pick her up and she's like you know. But the funny thing is is actually the creepy dude in the van is also my steel player, like mm-hmm. who's playing on the back of the truck and everybody's like, Why is the creepy dude on the van? <laughs> There's a lot of like, you know mm. nuances, I guess. Sounds like maybe but, working out some issues. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. None of my business. This one, this one knows. It's it? a really it's a really cute video though. And it and it was pretty awesome because so many of our friends showed up to to like be in it and like go go out to the farm and be in it and then also like a bunch of people came to the double crown before it was open and mm-hmm. and uh, did a bunch of dancing sometimes the music sometimes not mm-hmm. and like but we yeah it was it was really it was a fun day it was
That would me over. I wrote that song a really long time ago, and we didn't play it for years because we never, we never could get the right arrangement for it, and it wasn't until this last, or the last album that we did that that it came out, and it it came out it was super nice, and I feel like really the 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 star on that song is mostly like the instrumentation on it, mm-hmm. like it's real flashy, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like. Almost like big band or something. Mm. It's just it's super fun. To, yeah. I mean not I mean not like big band, but like that kind of grandiose like mm-hmm. you know. Um But that one it was really interesting because it sounds it really actually sounds nothing like um when I very first wrote it, but mm. I love the way it is now. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could never it was like all the different incarnations of the band, we couldn't ever get it to a place until last year or something. That's interesting, uh, just thinking about the way you write music, because you write it in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but it <clears> sounds <throat> like you don't, you know, you're not going to come to the band and say, here's how I want everything to be. So the, you, it's almost like you start the process, you know, and then, you say, mm-hmm. you say, and then they kind of flesh things out. But right. um, would you say that normally the songs end up being bigger or better or more, more thought out once the band gets to them? Like, do you ever have, do you ever think of the way the song is and it's pretty much like you thought it would be, or is it always a little bit different, at least a little bit different sometimes? A lot of times it's, it's actually how I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because, um, uh, because a lot of times it just, there's so, so much uh, thoughtful around following my vocal patterns I guess is what mm. it is but but most of the time it is really yeah it's really how I thought it would be mm. there's a couple of songs definitely that have gotten like way more like they're just a lot richer mm-hmm. in in like really great ways yeah and I do love that part of the collaboration where it's like there's all these other pieces that that they bring in because I don't have, and I kind of like that actually. That yeah. you know, I mean, there's definitely some songs like some of the new songs I'm writing right now. Um, they've all been coming out the way that I think, and then there's just this one song that that I have to figure out how to mm-hmm. actually um, figure out the right descriptions to get it exactly where I want it. But but yeah, usually it just comes out exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah.
Oh, got me got burning. Barium. <laughs> Rough. Rough. Science. 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 <laughs> it's about the periodic table. <laughs> got me burning. Get a little sciency on yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you know that. That's a really old one that I actually don't even remember. Are you sure you wrote it? I know I wrote it. <laughs> I know I wrote it. I'm gonna cross this one. Off. <laughs> Just to be safe. You signed that affidavit, so <laughs> legal document I made on my computer. More music in just a few moments. Want to remind you that this was recorded at the Moth Light in West Asheville. That's a really great place. They have a lot of music, both from out of town, people passing through, and a lot of local music there. Just a really good mix and a lot of variety of styles. Uh, this was recorded at the Mothball, which is going to be their annual, I'm assuming, um, kind of country show. Although they have country music there all the time too, but they have rock, modern rock. They have singer-songwriter, folk. Uh, they have some rap and just uh, electronic music. Just anything you can think of they have there. Don't forget to sign up for the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcast, as it's called now, or Google Podcast or Stitcher. Or as I like to tell people, just go to Google or wherever you like to search for stuff and search for WNC Original Music. Also follow us on Facebook. Just search Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram and I mean, I have to say Twitter, but there's not much there for Twitter. It's really just mostly me arguing politics with people. Go and search for Hearts Gone South on Facebook and on Bandcamp. And as I said, they have that album release show coming up this Friday, May 17th at the Gray Eagle in Asheville, North Carolina. So come to that. This is Nick Mack and you're listening to WNC Original Music.
Box is the first song I ever wrote. That was a... That, yeah, that definitely was the first one I ever wrote. And um, my roommate at the time, I was like, I was like, can I sing you this song and you can help me figure out these chords? And he was like, oh, yeah. And we just sat out on the porch and... Um, and uh, he... I'm listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> But yeah, and 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 then the, and then I realized that when I did that with him, I realized that it was possible for me to actually write a bunch of songs. Mm. Like I'd always wanted to sing in a band, and um, I don't know. I can't even remember if I told that very sad story. I probably didn't tell the little sad story about me in second grade. And not to me. <laughs> <laughs> I tell it sometimes at shows, but I. Uh, like I used to sing all the time, and then when I was in second grade, I was in music class and I was singing in front of the school, you know, singing mm-hmm. in front of all my class. And there's a little boy in the back, just like he just laid into me. He was like, "Shut up! You sound awful. Oh. You suck!" Like all it, he was just being a little jerk, you know. But like, but it like it got to me, and then I didn't I didn't sing uh, in public. Uh, without like I did puppet shows when I was older I did puppet shows and I would sing with puppets mm-hmm. but like I was a fake voice type thing no I would use my voice but I was like nobody's paying attention to me they're just oh, looking at the puppet you know what uh, I mean so you so were hidden behind. I was hidden yeah, yeah but yeah. then uh, yeah this band is the first band I've ever been in and this is like when I started it was was when I decided that I should start uh, hmm. singing uh, I had a lot of big changes in my life, and I was kind of like, now or never, so it's now. But, um, yeah, me and Joel and um, Michael Mario and Jason Flack and Patrick Kakuchka, who uh, recorded our last album. He was our drummer at the time. We all started the band together, and... Um, and that was the first time I'd ever sang in front of people since second grade. <laughs> but I love it. I love it so much. It's like I can't even imagine not doing it now. And having somebody willing to sit down with me while while I was singing to them and like fig- and figure out the chords that I was singing mm-hmm. like made all the difference. And then I just started writing songs all the time. That I think he might have, I might have driven him crazy because oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, now I have this song and yeah. I have this song and I have this song. <laughs> and you get to put the course. Down. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but he was he was so sweet. He oh, was yeah. really wonderful about it. But yeah, that um, jukebox was the one that started it all. Sometimes I drink coffee and sometimes I drink tea. Sometimes bourbon's the only.
gonna keep me down. This is the one goes that goes like, never gonna keep me down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did to me at practice yesterday. <laughs> they were like, this one. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the first one. <laughs> Oh, but it's solid. You know, it's such a good solid joke. Um, Never gonna keep me down. That one's so. more more recent, um, and I love that one because the um, the breaks on it was like such such fantastic work between the telly and the and the pedal steel. Mm-hmm. They really got to shine with their like trade offs and stuff, and we did modulation in it, which was really fun. But um, I feel like I was I was uh, I was pushing through some stuff, and I was just it was like my little anthem. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was my own personal cheerleader. It seems, I mean, just the title it could be like a Me Too movement. Song. I'm gonna hashtag it. hashtag never gonna keep me down. There never go. gonna keep me down. I did it. I don't know how hashtags work. Did that do anything when I put the hashtag? In front nah, of? it's like magic. I guess it's yeah. all, it's out in the world right. now. Let me see if it's trending. <laughs> all right. I want to thank Trisha and also uh, the rest of Hearts Gone South and the Moth Light for letting me come out and record that night, and also the other bands that were there, Cindy Lou and the Want To and Jesse and the Jinx. We'll be hearing from them pretty soon. I need to get on that. One last reminder about the album release show this Friday, May 17th. That's 2019, in case you're listening to this in the way distant future. So don't go out May 17th, 2020 or anything, mainly because of the zombies. Make sure to go and listen to Hearts Gone South uh, and their new album and buy their new album uh, as soon as it comes out and get that soap I was talking about earlier. And of course, make sure to subscribe to WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcast. Follow on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, some other places. Now, as promised, here is the extra bonus track uh, sent to us by Hearts Gone South. It's called Walking Shoes, and it's off their new CD, which, again, is available now. So I'm going to make an exception to the usual format with, like, the little play-out song, and this is just going to be the last song. So I hope you enjoy it, and have a good week.
Thank y'all so much. We really appreciate it. We hope to see you again real soon.